It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I cover the Chicago Bears for NBC Sports Chicago, and I cover the NFL for Pro Football Focus. Locked On Bears is your podcast destination for daily Chicago Bears news and analysis. And today, we are going through everything we learned from Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy meeting with the media to kind of wrap up this 2018 season and look ahead to what 2019 will bring. We'll discuss all their comments on Cody Parkey and what could be in store for his future, the potential of the Kareem Hunt situation and some of the more delicate details there, and we'll wrap up with a look at a couple of pieces of news Ryan Pace kind of dropped in there in between his comments and questions from the media. So Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy talked for over 40 minutes on Monday, and it was really chalked full of good stuff. It wasn't just, you know, cliches and, you know, platitudes and confidence and all this glowing about this Bears season. There was some real hardcore information in there, and I would love to just kind of sit through and go line by line and quote by quote and play the whole thing for you, but... That would fill a, a three-hour podcast, and I'm just going to try and, and sift it down here to some of the bigger, more important topics. And let's start with Cody Parkey, because I was under the impression that, based on the financial situation surrounding his contract that he just signed last last offseason, I was under the impression that he most likely wouldn't be going anywhere this offseason, at least not until the Bears brought some competition in for him at training camp and maybe made a decision after that. But the comments we heard from Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace may be indicating a, a even less shaky future for Cody Parkey. What's the future of Cody Parkey, uh, and, and how surprised were you that he appeared on the Today Show last Friday? Yeah, David, we know uh, that position is, a, is, is an emphasis for us. Like, I think that we understand we need to get better there. We need more production out of that position. And, I, you know, Matt talks about it all the time. There's so much parity in our league, so many close games. The kicker position is critical. So we know we need to get better there, and it'll be an area of focus. Will you be a bear? That's, those are things that need to play out as we go into it. You know, Matt was always... He was going to appear on the Today Show. Did you talk to him before he did that? No, so I have uh, I have exit interviews with, with all 65 players on the team. It doesn't matter who you are. <clears throat> we, uh, we get together and interview, and... And Cody was uh, was obviously did did my interview with him and uh, and, and we had a good interview. You know, it was not uh, brought up at that time. I mean, there's so much stuff that goes on right after the game with just so many different things. Uh, so we, you know, did, that that wasn't brought up at the time. Right. Whenever whenever Matt had a chance to talk about Cody during the season, he was 100 percent supportive. He didn't bring people in during the rough times. Will there be competition this off season at, at the bare minimum? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think, again, that's going to be an emphasis of focus for us, the kicker position, and uh, there'll definitely be competition there. Yeah. Matt, you, Matt, you mentioned that Cody didn't tell you about the Today Show in the exit interview. 
when did you find out about it and what do you think of it well um yeah i found out i don't even know the the the, you know the exact time that it was but you know for for me and and you understand that we always talk about you know a we and not a me thing and uh we always talk as a team we win as a team we lose as a team and you know uh i just i didn't uh necessarily think that that was too much of a we thing did you think it was appropriate Again, I, I didn't think it was a wee thing. So it turns out Cody Parkey's appearance on the Today Show does more harm than good for the Bears kicker. Quite a turn there from Matt Nagy, clearly expressing in his own way his disapproval of Cody Parkey's decision to go on that show, compounding with the team's disapproval of his performance on the field. Ryan Pace still indicating the idea of competition. He's obviously not going to outright announce that the team is going to release Cody Parkey at a press conference like this, but I think the door has certainly been opened there even more than it was before, and I, I'm i now coming around a little bit on my stance. I, I was purely under the impression that I thought Parkey would be back because when you look at his contract, it was a four-year, $15 million deal with $9 million guaranteed spread out over the four seasons. So if the Bears were to release him this offseason, they would have to pay him $5.18 million. If they kept him, they would pay him $4.06 million. So releasing him would cost the Chicago Bears an extra $1.1 million against their salary cap space. So to me... I thought financially would indicate that you keep Cody Parkey around because it literally costs you more to get rid of him right now. You bring in more competition for him at training camp, and then maybe at the end of August, if Parkey is very clearly not your best kicker, which you would think you would make an effort to make possible, then you release him, and that extra loss of salary cap is not nearly as influential when you're already about to start the regular season. But that comment from Matt Nagy sure makes it seem more like the Parky release could be coming sooner. And they do have a way to mitigate some of that cap hit by po- designating him a post-June 1st cut. It's a kind of a, a CBA, collective bargaining agreement. I don't want to call it a loophole, but a, a clause kind of put in there that allows you to spread the dead cap over two seasons of cap hit. So basically... The Bears wouldn't have to eat that dead money on Cody Parkey's contract all in one hit. They could spread that $5.18 million over two seasons and end up saving a little bit of money in the process. So at that point, at, at, at this point, I would consider that the front runner in terms of outcomes here with Cody Parkey, that maybe he lingers a little bit longer than you, you might initially expect, but ultimately ends up being that post-June 1st designated cut to spread that cap hit out, and he doesn't even make it to training camp. But I do think there's still a possibility he sticks around, just depending on what the team finds in the kicker market, whether that be in the draft or in free agency. At the very least, there will be more than Cody Parkey at the kicker position in Chicago come the fall, and he may not even be around to do that. And some of that comes back to the Today Show. I can't help but feel like if he had taken the miss a little bit more gently and and hadn't gone out and brought attention to himself afterward, even in even though he meant well by it. I, I can't help but feel like that Today Show appearance is influencing his potential security in Chicago, even if it's even if it's just a little bit. It's enough that m- maybe Nagy was on board with giving him a second chance, but now he's already kind of ticked off the head coach and the GM's not happy with him. I'm not sure <laughs> not sure how much uh 
Cody, how much positivity there is in Cody Parkey's camp here in Chicago. But of course, Parkey wasn't the only controversial name that was brought up by reporters in Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace's press conference. So up next, we're going to dive in a little bit to the potential of Kareem Hunt joining the Chicago Bears this offseason, an idea that Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace did not rule out. Keep it locked right here on Locked On Bears. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Locked On Bears for all your daily Chicago Bears news and analysis. Whether you're listening on the way to work, in the car, on the train, at home, or on your smart speaker at home, you can ask your personal assistants from Amazon or Google to just say, play podcast Locked On Bears, and your device will find it for you and start playing it automatically. No matter how you're tuning in, I appreciate you taking the time to hear the latest and greatest out of Hallis Hall. And we heard a lot from Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy on Monday, including uh, some comments on a controversial figure, one Kareem Hunt, the former Kansas City Chiefs running back. He was the Offensive Player of the Year in 2017 as he led the NFL in rushing. But of course, a video from TMZ surfaced back in November from an incident in February in which he is shown uh, assaulting a woman. Uh, I think he hits her and shoves her and kicks her in the process, and it's certainly a, a terrible look and a terrible situation. It resulted in the Chiefs releasing Kareem Hunt from their roster. Part of that was because the Chiefs had investigated the incident and Hunt had lied to them, or at least was not totally truthful with them in telling them all the details about the situation and his involvement with it. The NFL came under fire for their lack of, or I guess, insufficient investigation into the situation, that it was only until the TMZ video was uh, released and kind of put out there that the NFL ended up acting. And Hunt was placed on the NFL's commissioner exempt list, which is not the same as being suspended. It's sort of the putting a player in limbo as teams kind of figure out what they want to do with him. And it remains to be seen what exactly the NFL is planning to do in Hunt's situation. But regardless, he is a free agent. He has connections to Matt Nagy and separately Mitchell Trubisky, which is a a different discussion. But of course, Matt Nagy coached him in Kansas City. So the Bears general manager and head coach were asked about the possibility of Hunt joining the Bears this offseason, given his baggage and history of trouble here. Brian, does Kareem Hunt's baggage eliminate him from consideration as a free agent? That, that's, a, that's a good question. As, as we go into that, um, obviously there's a lot of things off the field that he's got to take care of. You know, um, you know, Matt knows Kareem Hunt. I don't, I don't know Kareem, um, but those are all going to have to play out. Matt, if, if Ryan asked you your recommendation on whether or not the Bears as an organization should pursue Kareem Hunt, what would you tell him? So going back to what what he said, there's one thing right now with Kareem, and and uh, and that's worrying about him as a person. Uh, uh, he's you know I, I talked to Kareem and as a, completely wanted to know how he's doing, and we had a, a good conversation, and 
here's a kid that that uh, that I spent a year coaching on offense. Uh, it's a it's a tough situation. I wanted to see uh, making sure that he's okay, but understanding too that you know the the situation that. Uh, that that happened is unfortunate for everybody and 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 he knows that so the only thing i cared about when i talked to him was literally his personal life how he's doing um and and uh it was a it was a good conversation he sounded good that's that's it i mean i i the other stuff that's not where it's at it's about there's more to it than the, than the, the football so we we talked strictly on that uh it was uh about a week ago yeah. What, was your, what was your experience with him in the year that you had him? What, how would you describe who he is? Yeah, I, I had a I had a really good experience with him, um, and I, I think that uh, you know on the football field you can see what he does. He's a kid that that came out. We had Spencer Ware that went down with an ACL in the preseason, and he came in who we didn't really truly know 100 percent how he's going to be as a player. Um, and and then uh, uh, so everything that he ended up leading the league in, in rushing last year uh, as a rookie. So that speaks right there. As far as the person, uh, we you know there was f- with with me and, and coaching him and all that stuff. There was no issues at all. He was a, a a really really good kid. He came to work every day. wasn't late for meetings. Any of that. So it was obviously a, a surprise and and it's an unfortunate situation for everybody. We all we all understand it. it's a it's a learning lesson for everybody. And and um, you know that's that's the the biggest thing is is making sure that um, that he understood that when I talked to him and. Uh, but I also understand there's other parties involved, and, and and so does he. So that's just that's just that's life, and you want to make sure that you, you handle it the right way. Does he deserve a second chance? Does he deserve a second chance? Well, I'm a guy that who I don't care who you are. Here, here's what I'll say to this: everybody's position, everybody has. When you talk about second chances, well, what's the second chance? Um, is it uh, what's your situation? And so um, w- with him that's not for for me to decide i i will say this that me personally depending on certain people's situations uh i i'm i'm a guy that has always been that now i've i've been kind of raised that way to give guys second chances not third chances but i've kind of learned that through coach reed he's he's done that several times with some people and uh but i also say that every every situation is different so um you know it's it's uh that's his situation and i just i wanted to talk to him as a as a uh as a as a as a true personal side. Ryan, would your past signing troubled players affect or, or factor into your decision making process with with Kareem Hunt? Dave, I think every one of those is unique. Everyone is different. All the circumstances are always different. So we're we're not even we're not even there yet. You know what I mean? It's just you know I know what he is as a as a as a player, obviously from watching. Matt knows a little bit more about him as a person, but we're not even close to that point. So the Bears aren't necessarily close to the point of being ready to pursue Kareem Hunt, but clearly leaving the door open there. And I think you have seen some teams in the past when asked about other controversial and troubled players, they'll come out outright and say, no, we're not interested in him. We like the talent we have on our roster, and we know we're going to go forward like that. But the fact that neither one of them would outright deny it says something. And I, I think you could you can see a path to them potentially warming up here to Hunt, depending on what's going to happen with his situation. And we might dive in a little bit deeper on this later in the week. I've got a potential guest in mind that I think could be a different type of discussion about kind of off-the-field incidents in general. But as far as what we know now, there's some 
potential for Hunt to face a suspension from the NFL, that they've typically opted for a six-game suspension for domestic violence-related issues. He wasn't arrested for the incident in the video. I believe actually a different person was arrested for the incident that night, but he's I believe it's beyond any kind of statute of limitation or anything to where he's going to get in any legal trouble for the incident on the video, but that doesn't mean it's not considered conduct detrimental to the NFL and a suspension couldn't be following after that. But even so, the question for the Bears is not, do you want to sign this talented player who could be suspended? It's it's clearly, you know, it's is it a bad look to sign this player given his past? Is it too soon? Is it right to give him a second chance at all? Does he deserve a second ta- chance? Does he deserve to still be playing in the NFL? And are the Bears going to be the team that gives him those opportunities? Obviously, there's a whole separate moral issue here that is separate from the football issue because he could obviously impact this team in a positive way on the field and help Jordan Howard, but it's a whole other issue as far as whether he belongs in the NFL or in this Bears locker room. And it seems that Bears fans are a little bit split on Hunt. I put a poll in the Locked on Bears Facebook group just kind of asking, you know, would would, how would you feel about the Bears signing Kareem Hunt, you know, or, or would you approve of it? It was mostly yes, some no's, and a couple d- depends on how the NFL might punish him from here. But clearly, there's some split opinion, but uh, I think a little bit more of a, in favor of signing him and having him help this Bears team win football games, regardless of what his past may have included. But the Hunt story wasn't the only big news out of the Bears press conference with Brian Pace and Matt Nagy. So still to come on today's podcast, we're going to look at a couple of the other young Bears that Ryan Pace mentioned and dropped a couple of newsworthy bits of information on in regards to Anthony Miller and Leonard Floyd. That's next on Locked on Bears. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So as we recap all of the notable quotables from Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace meeting with the media on Monday, they dropped a couple of little bits of news that are going to come and follow through this off season in regards to a couple of young players on this roster. And let's take them one at a time here and start with outside linebacker Leonard Floyd. Played all 16 games this year for the first time in his career, but also followed that up with a career low with only four sacks despite playing with Khalil Mack now in this defense and the number one defense in the NFL. Didn't have the year as a pass rusher that you may have been hoping for, but uh, give him credit for improving in run defense as well. And Ryan Pace was asked about his young outside linebacker who has a contract situation looming in the near future. Did you see enough out of two things? Leonard Floyd to pick up the fifth-year option or maybe not to that point. Yeah, yeah. I think with uh, Leonard, um, you know, that's that's a fair question, and our our plan is to pick up that fifth year option. So he played well, and we're happy where he's at. So, uh, and I feel like Leonard's still doing this, and I think you felt that as the season was going on. Uh, so that's something we plan on doing. Personally, I was a little bit surprised that Ryan Pace was so eager to commit to that fifth year option for Leonard Floyd. 
It's not a decision that the Chicago Bears have to make until, I believe, sometime in May. So no rush there by any means. But especially with the dollar sign price tag here that'll be stuck on that fifth-year option, it's equal to, I believe, the transition tag at the position, which is going to be somewhere around $14 million for that 2020 season. And if you look at just compared to 2019 salary, that would make Leonard Floyd the fifth highest paid outside linebacker behind Melvin Ingram of the San Diego Chargers, excuse me, the now Los Angeles Chargers. For comparison, uh, Denell Hunter and Everson Griffin of the Minnesota Vikings both make just over $14 million. Akeem Hicks makes $12 million a year, and Allen Robertson was just signed to a $14 million a year contract. And $14 million for one season seems like an awful lot for me to give to a guy that's averaging about five sacks a year through his first three seasons in the NFL. And some of the expectation with that fifth-year option is that the Bears would sign him to a contract extension later on this offseason so that he wouldn't end up getting paid that actual fifth-year option and perhaps... The Bears would save some money on that and pay him less than $14 million a year, obviously, and pay him perhaps more at a level he might be more deserving of. But I'm I'm not ready to sign Leonard Floyd to a long-term contract extension. Like, forgive me for waiting for a guy to really prove it. I don't think we've seen Leonard Floyd prove himself as a top outside linebacker in the NFL. I, I think he's improved against the run, and he's still shown flashes of pass rushing ability, but he still doesn't have that advanced repertoire of pass rush moves, still a little bit limited on that sense, and we still haven't seen elite production, even when surrounded by other top pass rushers and left with more favorable one-on-one pass rushing situations this year. This was supposed to be the year Floyd stepped up and produced at a huge level. And despite playing in every single game, he produced at the lowest level of his career as a pass rusher. So to me, that is a legitimate concern about his value to this team, his long-term viability as a contract extension candidate. And I would like to see him really prove something in the 2019 season before I'm going to give him a contract extension. And certainly before I would be interested in paying him $14 million on that fifth-year option. So I I don't quite get the decision there other than Ryan Pace just really wanting to invest in a player he invested a high draft pick in, even though right now that doesn't seem to me like the smartest move from a financial standpoint. And I'm sure once that decision becomes official, we can dive into it a little bit more, but just surprised to see Ryan Pace commit to that here early on. The other thing he committed to, which is much less of a... (laughs) a big-time decision, was regarding injury news with rookie wide receiver Anthony Miller. I could go and get the audio for you of Ryan Pace saying it, but it's not all that uh, illuminating from the general manager. The young wide receiver will undergo shoulder surgery this offseason. I believe it was the only player Pace singled out as a player who will have to undergo surgery. Uh, I believe... Khalil Mack is just dealing with a minor injury that came up in that divisional round game. It's not a serious injury that's going to keep him from performing in the Pro Bowl, but it is just, I think it was either an ankle or a knee sprain that had kind of come up against the Eagles that didn't ultimately take him out of the game, but it's enough that the team wanted him to take it easy. So it's just Miller getting that shoulder surgery, and it's certainly needed 
after the shoulder had popped out of the socket multiple times during the season, including in that Week 17 game against the Minnesota Vikings. It only ended up actually keeping him out of the Week 4 game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I, I believe would indicate the injury initially happened against the Arizona Cardinals, if I remember correctly. But it popped up on the injury report a couple times, but never really kept him out of the game and maybe limited some visibility to produce while he was on the field. But it's important that he gets that 100% here to go into next offseason as healthy as possible to build off of what was an exciting and strong rookie season. I mean, seven touchdowns led the team from a receiving standpoint there. Obviously not running away with the yards or the catches or anything, but I think the Bears were cautious not to try and ask him to do too much during his first season, but the potential is certainly there for an expanded role for Anthony Miller next season, and surgery will go a long way toward getting him back to 100%, and as they take care of that early, hopefully he can be ready to go for organized team activities, or at the very latest, training camp to continue to build that connection with his young quarterback. But regardless, it is going to be a fun season ahead of us. I hope you'll stick with us here on Locked on Bears as we break it all down and bring you more daily Chicago Bears news and analysis. I hope you'll join us tomorrow because we will be joined by an Indianapolis Colts reporter for ESPN 1070 over there, Kevin Bowen has been covering the team since 2012. He's been there for the entire Chuck Pagano era. So we're going to get the scoop from a guy in down and dirty in Indianapolis and find out everything we need to know about this Chuck Pagano defense and even more of what we can expect from a guy who's been around it for a lot longer than I have. So hope you'll tune in again tomorrow for more on Chuck Pagano. I already teased a potential future episode diving in on Kareem Hunt and off-the-field issues with a potential special guest who knows a little bit more about those types of situations than I do. So lots of great stuff coming your way. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast if you aren't already. That's the best way to keep up with all of our shows. You can also join in the conversation on the Locked on Bears Facebook group. We've been talking Pagano and this press conference and Kareem Hunt on there, as well as plenty of other topics. Just go on to Facebook, search Locked on Bears group and request to join. I'll approve and make sure you're not a Packers fan trying to infiltrate our ranks. I really appreciate all the support we've been getting from loyal listeners like you throughout the season and into the offseason, and I hope to continue to bring the news and analysis you have come to expect from us, and I hope I'll make it that much easier to get through this offseason and bear down. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.